0: Let me sound a little bit more like shav shav that kid. Sound
1: like me. I hate I hate to listen to my own voice. What are you saying? I see I feel like I sound like a white woman. <laughs> Which white women you don't meet? Man? I listen to voice not a time and I was like, do I really sound like this? Um, I just told my friends, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I know
0: exactly what you're going to say. Every
1: single month your bank account is overdrawn. The world is a business. A husband is what's left of a sweetheart after the nerve has been killed. Walking
2: around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. Obey
1: all rules. If you have selfish,
2: ignorant citizens,
1: you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. You mean like Democrats? Well, we both agree that must be the reason. Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee-deep in a pool of stagnation. Uh, no now, now, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah! Yeah! yeah.
2: Alright guys, hey, welcome to
0: Objectively Incorrect. My name is Steven Smith. I'm your host most of the times. Like if I'm not here, guys, don't listen to it. I'm joking. If, so, if somebody else does it, it's fine. I'm here in studio with Chaville Thomas, aka dot Chavi <laughs> Chavi the kid. Oh god, like he has like a hundred different names, but But he's super talented and he has a style that is undeniably his style like this guy this his work is like the most fine art sort of stuff I've seen this side of the Rio Grande. Alright so Shav, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm <laughs> pleased to be here.
0: Okay so what we're gonna be talking today we're gonna be talking about an, an interesting topic where um Shavel has a as I said he has a very unique and interesting style and we're gonna get to why like why is this your style in an age of conformity why not conform in in an age we're we, we kind of forced to be something, why be something else, you know? Right. Um, so we're gonna dig deep into that. But before we get into that, we're gonna do a fact and fiction section. And as usual, what I'll do is I'll say five statements and Chavel will say if it's true or if it's false, if you think it's fact or fiction. And we'll see how much he gets right out of five. No pressure whatsoever. No
1: pressure. Okay. <laughs> okay. All
0: right. And that a lie. There's Okay. There's no pressure. Just <laughs> if you think it's true, if you think it's false, we could have discussions about each and every one of these things. So let's get started. No, right. what I did today is I tried to make sure that all the facts of photography related mm-hmm. are, you know, in that general sphere right. of the art of photography. Okay. Let's do this. All right. So number one. The most viewed photograph in history is the Windows XP's default wall wallpaper called Bliss. The most viewed photograph in history is the Windows XP default wallpaper called Bliss. True or false?
1: I feel like it's true. But I don't know if it's called Bliss. But is it true?
0: Yes, it's true? Yeah. It is. It's true. Oh, it's called Bliss? Yes, it's called Bliss. I
1: did not know that. And
0: you know what's funny about it? Like when I was looking it up, like they said... um that picture cannot be taken again. Uh-huh. As in, if you go to the place that he took it, yeah. it's, like, it's, like a, it's like a green grass thing with the with beautiful the mountains. sky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right now, they've they started growing like vines, vineyards, they have a vineyard there, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, look, it doesn't look anything like that uh. anymore. So if you go there, you can't, you can't recreate the picture. All right, so number two, people in photos dating back to the late 1800s and early 1900s never smiled because the state of their teeth because of this the state of most of their teeth at the time. People in photos dating back to the late eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds never smile because of the state of most of their teeth
1: at the time. Is that true? I think this is true. Is it true? Is it true? It's it up to you. True or false? Oh okay. I think I think I think so. Wait. I'm only judging from those Western movies I used to watch on oh, TV. Yeah, and T was horrible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it's almost it
0: true. Is it true? It's actually false. It's false. Yeah. It's not, it, 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 the reason they didn't smell had nothing to do with their teeth. Why? It was because they had to sit down there for hours while the exposure was being taken. Oh, yeah, taken. because
1: of the big... Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. And we got like one out of two. Let's see if we keep it going. All right, so the term megapixel was first used in 1995 in a marketing campaign by Kodak.
1: I love how you're asking all these questions. Like if I was born back then, you know? I? I was just born. 1994 anyway, what are you um, saying 94 yeah i was born 94 you young you're born in 1994 why if you don't i was just, i'm young i'm young
0: all right so the term megapixel was first used in 1995 in a marketing campaign by kodak true or false
1: i'm gonna just guess it just and guess because it. i said true all the time i'll say false
0: false it is false the term megapixel was actually first used in 1984.
1: Ah, 95 sounds very close. Yeah, I should have known this. Yeah, yeah, it's too, it's a little too close. It's
0: a little too young. Yeah, a little just too young. L- just a little bit. Just a, just time, a little bit. That's a tap. Okay, number four. The world's most expensive photo was sold for twenty three million three hundred and forty thousand dollars in two thousand and fifteen. True mm-hmm. or false? The most expensive photo. The world most. The world's most expensive photo, and it was a print.
1: You know, judging from how like. I've seen the most basic photos being sold for basic. millions. How was it true? And it's false. It's false? Yes. Wow. Yes. The world's most
0: expensive photo, the Rain 2, was taken in 1999 by Andreas Gursky. In 2011, it fetched an incredible $4,338,500 at auction in Christie's in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's actually four million three hundred and thirty-eight thousand five hundred thousand. Yeah,
1: still an amount I don't have, so it's plenty.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. All right, so number five. So how much have you gotten right? You've gotten two out of four, right? hmm Yep. Okay. So let's see the tiebreaker. Like this is the last, your last chance, son. This is the okay. last. Thing Hopefully you is this is from the two thousands
1: when I was born, because I can't.
0: Oh no, it's not a time. <laughs> 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 All right, five. <laughs> The world's largest camera collector owns four thousand five hundred cameras. The world's largest camera collector owns four thousand five hundred cameras.
1: This should have been a game of how fast I can Google. Anyways, um, thank God. Four thousand? How much? Four thousand five hundred. True. Or the fast? last was fast, isn't it? I'm gonna say true again. True. Yeah. It is. It is absolutely well, true. The
0: world's largest camera collection belongs to Dillish. Parek of Mumbai, and he owns approximately four thousand five hundred.
1: Is it actually how I pass school? now guessing.
0: You know, it's you know, even like when it comes to school, especially the multiple choice things. No, I just most of the time I was guessing. It's like process of elimination. <laughs> that can't be. It, that's crap. Can't be. It, that's crap. Uh, any, many, many more. There you go.
1: Because I went, and I went to an Adventist school, I would I would re- recite scriptures. Mm-hmm. So i would be like. For God so loved the world that he gave And what whatever what it last, landed on last, I'd be like, okay, this is it. God won't say me wrong. Come, I can get back the paper. And I feel I'm just like, God, why?
0: Dude, that has so much, like, conjecture in it. There's so much, like, <laughs> there's so much to unpack. Because then it's, it's opposite to the wisdom that they would tell you. They would be like, you yeah, know,
1: God it. would never let you down. I'm like, damn. God, it's one time. I mean, like, I know I did whatever yesterday, but like it could have just cut me some slack. Let me pass this. It's
0: like one time I remember somebody saying, like, you know, we always say life is not fear, God is good, right? Mm-hmm. And you you tell that to somebody who just lost the entire family to like an earthquake. No, like, how does that like equate? Like, how does that how does that work? It's like, life is not fear, but God is good. I just lost everybody that I cared about in the entire world. How is that? Good like, That's
1: really tough Because like I th- I don't I wouldn't tell somebody that First of all Um, I'd even know Like that's such a tricky situation But like It's it's equivalent to like Telling people Who just lost somebody That like, they're going to be okay Yeah I, mean, I like,
0: don't think That's a good thing to say It's not the
1: first thing You should say Because at that point in time I'm really not okay So like Let me not be okay for a while I'll I'm tell
0: okay. them I would rather that You say like it's okay not to be it's okay it's good it's okay not to be okay yeah. right it's the way you feel right now that's that's, that's okay that's okay
1: I mean you might not see that you're gonna be okay, but like you will be okay but you just you't you you see no you't see no that, yeah. that's okay feel what you gotta feel that's okay
0: I remember yesterday I had an interesting conversation with somebody I was talking about um like the ups and downs of being in the creative industry, right? right. I mean, like, God. Damn, like, oh, there's so
1: many. There's oh, so God. Many. It's
0: just like, you could be like, oh, my God, I'm ready. No, I'm not.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right? And he could, he could go in it just month to month. It's just like, ah, this month wasn't really that well. Like, okay, let's good. This is good. This is good. okay, 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 yeah. okay. Oh, this is good. Okay, okay. Right? So it's an up and down thing. So she, she was like, she was saying, um, you know, you, you need to learn to just trust in God and have faith in God. Right. And I am like. You know, you could tell me that because of how I I grew up, like, yeah, like trusting God, I have no problem. Right. But it's difficult when you tell somebody that well, they're going through a process. huh Because where they're going through the process, the the, the, the what you feel is frustration. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you're on the down the down swing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just frustration. It's like somebody telling me, Oh, it's going to be okay. And, you know, just trust God. It's like it's easy to say that from your position, right. but from my position, it's like, it's difficult. Like you're in a state of like, you, you're frustrated
1: and you're and desperate. That, at that point in time, you think that God has let you down. Like,
0: yeah, God made me run. That's a major wrong.
1: thing because like, you, you know, you always say, you know, God will never leave you or forsake you and stuff like that. But then your mother dies and it's like, okay, cool. Like, why? Like, you know, I love my mother. So why would you do this? So all those times you're questioning God, which you're saying i supposed to do, mm. but at that point in time that's the only thing you can do it's questioning true. God because you need like answers. You you're wondering why, and then you know people say it's gonna be for a greater purpose, and you're gonna look you're gonna look back in um, lay down the line, and you're gonna understand why. But at that point in time, like you can't and you can't look back down and understand why. Like at this point in time, like I need to know why. Like this is me. Ha- this is it happening now. I can't think about five years later when I'm gonna be like, oh, okay, so she died because I needed to learn this lesson. You know, I can, you know, it doesn't happen like that. So Tra- it, tragedy,
0: you think is tragedy limits your perception too, because like there's like um, there's a scope of perception that mm-hmm. everybody has. Like some people think about today. Yeah. So it's like if I'm good today, I'm good. Like tomorrow, see for yourself, I'm good today. Right. right? Some people look at okay, two weeks beyond, like. I need to be able to pay my rent in two weeks. So right. I'm going to make decisions today that are going to allow me to do that in the next two weeks. Some people look at next year. It's like, I'm going to be planting this tree uh-huh.
1: and it's going to grow next year. You, know? you see, my anxiety kind of on with that I, I suffer with anxiety very, very, very strongly. Um, I'm more of a today person. Mm-hmm. So people, my friends think I'm crazy when I do this. But even like I get money in my hand and I spend it, mm-hmm. which is bad, but still good. Cause a lot of people like to say, "Okay, cool," like they're not satisfied until their bank account looks X Y Z. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you die tomorrow, how are you gonna see what your bank account looks like? That's an interesting perspective. Like I understand, like saving is important and all that, but like I don't put too much pressure into it, because I feel like you see somebody living lavishly and you're wondering why, and then you're wondering why are you live me like this. It's it's a pressure, and mm-hmm. I don't believe in putting pressures on yourself. So, for me personally, even when I'm catching flights, Mm. I book the flight not knowing where I'm going to get money to buy the hotel, where I'm going to get spending money from. This is what what I've been doing for the past couple of years and it's been working out for me because when you book the flight, then you have uh, more push to like, okay, cool. I need to get money because I need to buy a hotel. Mm. I need to get money to spend. And that's how I've been living my life. Really and truly, because like if I sit down and be like, "Okay, cool," like I'm gonna map out this money for the next five years and the next five years I'm gonna go on this lavish trip, I can't do that. I I, I personally can't do that because like I look around me every single day mm-hmm. and there's people just dropping dead, and all these things are happening to people, and I'm just here like, yo, like I never know what could happen, and I'm I'm very paranoid. <laughs> Paranoid and anxiety Like put those <clears throat> two things together And you go crazy Oh
0: yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a people. It's a disaster. lot
1: It's a lot <clears throat> So like I'm constantly in my head But I do realize That life is really short And mm-hmm. I don't know What's going to happen next So I just believe in Enjoying the time I have right now And then when I'm ready To settle down And you know Buy my land And get my money together like, I know I'm going to be able to do that Because I just trust in that fact That I'm going to be able To do that point When I'm ready mm-hmm. But at this point in time I'm very much young no matter what people say, I'm going to close the 30 or whatever, I'm very much young and I'm going to enjoy it in my life. And I work really, really hard and I do enjoy the breaks I have. Mm-hmm. So when I take these trips and I put certain money towards it mm-hmm. and I limit myself towards a certain money because I don't go over.
0: You don't go over that. Okay. No, so you, I, do have, you, you do exercise some level of discipline. Yeah,
1: some level because I know I'm going to have another trip to do. Mm -hmm. Possibly Like right now I'm going to to Trinidad Carnival Next month Mm -hmm. And then When I get back From Trinidad Carnival I work my ass off Then go to Jamaica Carnival Which the plane tickets Already bought Then after that I come back work my ass off Then I bring some friends Over for music festival Mm -hmm. Because I'm trying to do that I'm trying to let them Experience my world Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm bringing some friends Over for music festival Then I work my ass off When When I come back I work my ass off then I think I'm going to either St. Vincent or St. Lucia Carnival. Because the thing is, I'm I'm now partnered with um, this carnival company called Carnival Lux.
0: Carnival Lux. Mm. Yeah, so I basically we could. are
1: concierge service. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are in charge of giving people the full exp- um, carnival experience. Because like, when you're doing carnival, it can be very tricky. $10,000 easy is like a full Trinidad carnival experience.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. And when these costumes and tickets come out, your, you got to put the money in right away mm-hmm. or else it's going to be sold out and you're not going to be able to get it. Oh, okay. So instead of putting on $10,000 flat,
0: oh. think about
1: it as we're doing everything for you. So we have links to everywhere already. So um, we, you give us the details that you want to do and you just pay a monthly fee. You just pay the fee, the, the fee that you are originally going to pay monthly.
0: Oh, so yeah. it's like almost like kind of a layaway program. It's like
1: right. Oh, so you pay mm-hmm. it monthly coming up to the trip. Mm-hmm. So like, um, say so you start in November and Trinidad is in February, then you between that and then you kind of divide it into how many months, months. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. You can do weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. I feel like this is a little plug, but anyway, that's okay, that's fine. <laughs> um,
0: I've never heard. I, I I heard of lots, but I've never. I didn't know what. what it yeah, was.
1: Mm. and it's, it's it's new for me because me being as a photographer, mm-hmm. um, I. I didn't, I didn't think I would reach this far into venturing in my personal life. Because I think, I, I, what I tried to do was separate my personal life and my business life. So I wanted to have, uh, I made a new Instagram profile called Shab the Kid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know about that one. And I have Darkhead Shabby, which is mostly popular now. Um, so Darkhead Shabby is my personal, my, my business life, my photography life. And Shab the Kid is my personal, jovial side, mm-hmm. humorous, all that. So I separated the boat, not expecting it to have both have two lives of their own.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But in in fact, I have two alter egos that a lot of people know of. You have Shabby, you have Dark Kid. Mm-hmm. Shabby, you would find at parties. Dark Kid, you would find on the photography mm-hmm. photography state. Um, Shabby doesn't care about much. Dark Kid, Shabby, cares about a lot. I think about <laughs> a lot. I'm constantly in my head. Uh-huh. All that. And then you have Shavel, that's very, very silent and very awkward and very, you know, very doesn't like crows and so on. So I feel like I have to, it's a lot. I have to put myself in certain frames of mind when I'm going into certain places because mm-hmm. it's kind of really hard for me to, you know, feel normal. Mm-hmm. Quote, unquote. So um,
0: so you have to put on whatever it's the like, I don't, I don't, persona I don't,
1: is. Yeah, he's a, a persona. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very different because you, you can actually identify the two if you see them. Mm. So you know that Xavi would not do anything that that kid would do and dark went into the shower, do and shavel would not do none of the both
0: do you think that this is like do you think when I, I don't want to say normal because there's no such thing but do you think it's i don't i can't use any other word right now the, the other word it says it misses me but do you think it's normal for for people to have like those different personas
1: like like i first think it's normal no i, I don't think it's normal because i'm not normal i don't consider myself so is, it, least is normal.
0: it is it is it is it is it that creative people just kind of tend to have
1: that? I think so. I, I just think because we go through so much on a regular basis and we have so much to think about, um, having the separation and having the two different lives is kind of something that just naturally happens. Because mm-hmm. like let's let's put in the fact of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Beyonce has her alter ego called Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce, and you know this is whole dilemma with Sasha Fierce and how she behaves on stage. And if you see Beyonce talks about talk about Sasha Fierce, mm-hmm. it's like a whole different person. She's not talking about Beyonce. She's describing somebody else, mm-hmm. and that's how I kind of feel like it's it's a it's a out of body experience because I do feel like when I put on certain clothes like automatically like I'm a different person
0: mm-hmm. that's that shabby, and I gotta yeah. embody this person yeah, Because
1: you gotta have that confidence when you go out and you put on certain yeah. because you want to pull it off well because mm-hmm. somebody could put on a gucci five thousand dollar garment mm-hmm. and look uttermost trash in it because not only because they don't look, not because they don't look good, mm-hmm. but their confidence is the police off.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: But mm-hmm. a person can put on a $10 shirt and from down the road and a $5 jeans pants. And that's it. You can get jeans for $5. But you know. I don't, I don't know <laughs> where to find I can't $5. Find, no, no, no. I <laughs> <laughs> understand you But, but um, they can put it on and look good. Yeah, outstanding. And you're looking and it's like, yo, where you buy those pants? And they're like, yo, flea market. It's like, what? Trifstour. Triffs do. Like you would never un- you would never understand like how that that happened. But uh, confidence is a very, very powerful thing. And I think that's the one of the main things I've had to, you know, develop. In this line of work that I'm doing because, mm. yo, it can be so hard. Of
0: course it can. Of course it can. Of and I've had can.
1: so many ups and downs because it's just coming to the business, but I'm ranting. So let me just make it continue. No, you no, it's good. It's good because, it's it,
0: good because I, have a, I have a question too because, I mean, we we have that in common. At least we do Um, very similar. We have a very similar... Um, sort of craft. Right. Like you, you do photography. I do photography yeah. as well. I mean, I do film and, and other things mm-hmm. and you do like events and other things. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know. You do more like creative, fine work, Yeah. Then I would, would tend to do like, uh-huh. but the thing is confidence is one of the things that I had it to, to It really is. Like the, the there's a, when everybody's looking to you for direction, that is something you have to like get used to and, and develop because it takes some, so much courage. It does. I remember one time I was working for, um, for the visitor channel uh-huh. and God, I hope, I hope, I hope Sharon isn't listening. Cause this <laughs> is, bad. um, but I remember there was one time that we had to shoot a commercial and uh-huh. for Godly for me, I can't remember why, but I didn't press the record. Button, right. Right. And we missed the take. Now, while we were there, I knew I didn't press the record button. Right. But I was so numb scared, right? Yeah. I was so afraid uh-huh. to, like, say, hey, let's do it over. Yes. Like, I was just like, well, maybe we don't Ooh. need that, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So, got back into the studio now, edited around it. Like, uh-huh. didn't have it. No, I didn't have it. So, yeah. I just edited around it and so on. And then, like, you know, just kind of didn't deal with the consequences. And, and the point again too is, like, Right now, I teach, if I have to train anybody, I tell them, look, listen, if you're not satisfied with what you got, mm-hmm. especially if it's not a wedding. If it's a wedding, God forbid, I'm sorry, oh, no, it's, Jesus. it's probably gone, right? There's very yeah. little you could do for live events. That Once it's done, it's done. But if you're doing a shoot, mm-hmm. if me and you are doing a shoot and you're my subject, I'm saying, hey, look, um, this looks good. This looks great. I think we could do better. And you do it until like, it's okay. It's better, yeah. Until it's better. Yeah, Because when you leave this space you like it again. It, it, no and most of the times that like you is literally legit you cannot do it yeah again there's no availability yeah. uh you know to do it again might be quite expensive
1: and uh, even if you do it again it's gonna be a whole different experience it's, a it's different never experience. gonna be the same thing
0: it's different experience so like make sure that when you're leaving you're leaving with something that you like something that yeah. you could use because even then they, they, I, you know plans to tell you, you know like use Photoshop. Like uh, Photoshop
1: is <laughs>
0: But I mean, even for you, like, how do you do it? Because you your work is so, like, it's so specific. It uh-huh. has like a vibe to it in almost every single shot. Like, right. every single shot. So how do you, how do you, like, how do you generate that that energy to kind of just, let's just be different?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, short backstory. Um, I started photography based off of my personal life. For a lot of people. I I think I've spoken about this. So, not in too much details, but a lot of people know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in an abusive situation back in high school. Um, it was physical and emotional. Whereas I used to be locked in classrooms, and I used to be constantly hit on. I used to, I couldn't eat. I couldn't go to the lunchroom. Like guys blocked like me from going on the steps from school, and what are you I saying? couldn't. Yeah, and I, my cry for help was was. Uh, it came up as I'm being dramatic. I'm, you know, just high school kids being high school kids. But it was really, really bad. Um, to the point that I was very, very suicidal. I was cutting myself. and still have scars on my hand and so mm. And um, it was just very, very depressing. And I was just over a lot of things. Mm. Like, I did not want to die, but I wanted the pain to be System. over. And me cutting was a, was a, a thing mean, that used I used to do. Just, yeah, on my wrist. That still like feel. It's kind of like it's a psychological thing. Masking a pain with another pain. Mm-hmm. So like it would kind of take my mind off certain things. Mm-hmm. Cause that would actually put me to sleep. It,
0: the, the cutting would put you to sleep. Yeah,
1: cause you're being so much pain that you just like you know just pass out. Yeah. So um, kind of so really really some really gruesome. Yeah. So but you would um, be bleeding
0: while you slept. Yeah.
1: So I wake up with kind of like a napkin stuck to my hand, became a you know, and napkin. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. um, funny enough, I, I I used to hide this very very well. From my parents, um, and my when well, my class moved to C and they were like, you know, what was going on, blah blah. blah. But I, I couldn't, like, I couldn't mess up the, the confidence to say, yo like, I'm cutting myself. I'm just like, there's nothing, and I make a joke about it. Cause that's why you, that's why I normally do in my life, make jokes about serious situations, so like, you know, kind of to mask it too, yeah, make to it mask less. it, make it less. Whereas I'm freaking out in my head, <laughs> but um, it kind of, sp- I thought it was over in high school, but it really wasn't. It got worse. Um, when it became a, soci- a social media thing, I was on Twitter, which is why I'm so anti-Twitter right now. But I was on Twitter day, mm-hmm. and a lot of people knew me as the suicidal kid. The Wait, suicidal kid? Kid, mm-hmm. suicidal kid, weird kid. Kid that I was, you know, so many other words that I just want to describe right now, because they're very, 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 very derogatory. Mm-hmm. But um, it's I was on social media, Twitter, and that was my little outlet because Twitter's an outlet. Mm-hmm. Back then, Twitter was a big, big thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Twitter it still It's is, still a big thing,
1: but it was just like, a, it was like a more massive back then because everybody was on Twitter at that point in time. And it was, I think I posted a picture and a guy, one of my quote unquote friends, we're not friends right now, mm-hmm. but at that point in time, I thought they were my friend. Mm-hmm. they It was like a picture of it was cropped. She was like a nose mm-hmm. to chest. Mm-hmm. It was just like a DP image. Mm-hmm. And they were like, um, yeah, hide your fucking face. And I was like, what? bruh. That, so they said that was a picture of you? Yeah. And they responded to, they like, responded, they like at me and responded to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew we had that kind of, well, I, you know, you have that kind of, we call it relationship with your friends that, you know, they'd be able to like make those kind of jokes. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, I was fragile as shit. So like you can't tell me that, because oh, like no. I already hated myself.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, but I didn't really take it. I I took it on, but I didn't take it that on. Like I was like, okay, and I I clap back, to, quote unquote. But my back was weak and shit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what I, was like, this? You, I, you remember what I he don't back even with? remember what it was. It was something, something, so, something stupid. I probably caught say like a mother or something like that. Uh-huh. But I was like, <laughs> it was just weak, and. What I did not expect was the social media bullies at the time to kind of vibe off of that. And, you know, they laughed and they started at, um, retweeting it and quoting it and laughing. And then one person said, oh, you're going to make you kill, finally kill yourself. No. so Wow. Yeah. So, so, um, knew,
0: so, so people actually
1: knew you were so People, people saw the marks. Because after a while you did so much The marks become yeah, visible, yeah. And if they're deep enough You know They're going to actually mark. Like this is why I still have marks in my hand Because they were that deep Normally like You cut yourself On a scar It goes away uh-huh. But these are really Really deep marks
0: So they would leave Like these Yeah these... So like
1: The white marks I have in my hand here uh-huh. Like that's That's what they are
0: But you're yeah, so cut Close to the vein man mm-hmm.
1: Yeah right Dude Okay. Yeah, so, like, I have, like, about, like, I don't even know how much.
0: And nobody, like, nobody did anything about this? Like, nobody... That's the thing.
1: I don't think anybody... I think people just want to be scared. And the scared to tell me certain things because they want me to, like, go over the edge. And I, I, I understood it. But, like, I I kind of just wanted, like, somebody to, like, sit me down and be like, yo, like, what's happening? Yeah. And like, I did have think- one or two friends that did that. But, like, the, the way they did it is, like... They were scared, and it was like, "Yo, you shouldn't do this." And life is, you know, the random things people say. Life is precious, and um, oh, the famous one: "There's more people in the world going through harsher things."
0: Yeah, yeah, the comparison. And that's thing the most fucked up work. thing you can say because, like,
1: work. at that point in time, I don't want to hear that. Mm. I don't care about anybody else doing. Le- I did my neighbor house burning. Okay, cool, fine, but I'm still hurting right now. But you want? My house
0: burning right now.
1: <laughs> like, this is me. So, um, I understood they were trying to help, but it wasn't really helping me. Um, so yeah, so that happened and it went on for two days.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Two days? Two days. Because what happened was I thought the day was over. I went back on Twitter and I was tweeting again. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, he's still here, man.
0: Yo, and is-
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's really heavy. And I just got called a lot, a lot of names, um... Which I don't think. I think are really triggering, so I won't repeat them because mm-hmm. I don't know who's listening to it. Um, but it was like a real like a lot of really, really bad names, mm-hmm. and basically people were just basically saying that I don't, they don't think I belong here. I should die. Um, I should kill myself. And about kicking, ha ha, you know, and I deactivated my whole entire profile. I went off social media for a whole entire year, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, I was just down. I was just down. And that's actually how I found photography because I wanted, I just came out of high school and I was so lost in what I wanted to do in my life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to originally be a teacher, but I went to this summer camp and I dealt with children. I was like, nope, this is not happening. Oh, this is This is, demon this is kids. not, this is not <laughs> it. This is not it. But I just was so lost in my life. I knew yeah. I was a creative individual, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I did graphic design for three years um, at the Institute in Antigua. And the bullying was the bullying traveled there because the social media bullies were going to that school. Oh yeah, no, so it's man. like I just went into hell. Just went into hell. I like a deeper level of hell. Of hell, yeah, yeah.
0: Because this is no more in the adult spectrum. Yeah, so though. I didn't even
1: go there. They usually hang out at the lunch table. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't go over there. So like I would probably like just like not eat until I go home. I just go to the, go to the college, you know, do my shit, and go home, go catch up go home. And if I walk behind there, like I would walk like right around and I'll probably wear headphones. So I don't hear anything, but I, w- I could see them watching. I could see them laughing and I can see them, you know, doing those kind and of this,
0: things. This, and this went with you for three years? Nine. For nine. So, so from the, from, oh man. So from the, the, the start of high school?
1: Yeah, the start of high school until I was about, oh, I can tell you, the year until 2016.
0: Until 2016? So that's
1: 2000 and, what year did I say? 2001. Mm-hmm. one two three yeah no 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 that's so far 2005 uh-huh. to 2016 yeah so that's yeah, like
0: 11 right. years of of, of
1: yeah 9-11 yeah 11 years and um, when, when
0: did you start the photography started when at 2016 16
1: or? yeah 16 is when i started but i went to i finished school in 2010 mm-hmm. but i went to Abbott for three years yeah
0: so so let me ask you this and and sorry to to, to lament on this but it I d I didn't know. I just kidnaped it. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um so during this whole time mm-hmm. like no adult, you never had a conversation with an adult, say, hey, look, you know. No. This is this is this is difficult for me and these people are bullying um, me in any way, shape. I can't go to the lunchroom to eat because
1: Yeah, I never used I never spoke about it with my family because my family's as I said, my family's a big Adventist family and I didn't know how to how to I didn't know how to go to them. And say that. And I didn't want my dad to be one of those dads that go up to the high school and be like, yo, who's bullying my kid? Like, nobody wants that. That's going to make it 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 worse. So I didn't say anything about it. My mom found my mom. Oh, okay. So I'll get to that in a little bit. But my uh, my mom saw my cut today. And I had the most elaborate description of why I had these cuts. I can't remember exactly what it was, but she believed it. And that was that. So she just... But at, an, at that point in time, I was wearing long, baggy clothing.
0: Oh, so you used to cover up these guys with yeah, long shirts. It was long
1: too. shirts, yeah. I used to wear baggy, baggy clothing. And I remember even when the, when the bullying thing happened on Twitter, and I went to... I remember going to town with my friends because Friday, Friday afternoon was a lime that we had in town. Mm-hmm. So all the high school kids would like hang out in town. Mm-hmm. I went to town with my friends, and my friends were popular at that point in time. I wasn't popular. I was popular for being a weird kid. But I had really popular friends. Mm. So I went to them and like, I would, I think one of them asked my friend, what, I'm, why do you, why do you hang with me? So I'm just like, yeah, I think I am gonna just go home. So I went home. I walked, I walked back home. I was like, so I, he, stayed for, I stayed for a little bit, but I walked back home.
0: So they asked you if you wanted to hang with them.
1: Yeah. My, my friends, my friends, like at a point in time, my, my close friends were, as I said, they were popular. Mm-hmm. So me hanging with them was not an issue. Okay. But I overheard what was said to them, and that kind of made me feel like shit, like boy, and I didn't want to be in him? the huh?
0: did they ask why you're hanging with him or did, did yeah, they... they
1: asked her why why, why she doing hanging with me oh snap, yeah, and mm. then I overheard them talk the other guys in the corner talking about them, and then you know like it was just a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of really, really bad words and, like, really negative words. So and I was left. just in a space where I just wanted to bawl my eyes out. I was really emotional at that point in time. Like, anything was triggering me, so I just walked back up. Um, and I remember going home that afternoon and, like, bawled my eyes out. And the first time, it was, find a razor. And I got, got my hand. That's the deepest cut I've ever cut myself, my life. Passed right out on the floor. And, uh, yeah, I, I I stopped going out. And From that time, I just stopped going out. Um, I used to have this black journal that I used to write all my stuff in, and it was like deep. I was into poetry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was in. It was these deep, dark poems. And I, oh, so here's a here's a fun fact. Well, oh, I mean, you're, you're going to fun fact. Yeah, it's that really a fun fact? <laughs> but it is a fact. I'm <laughs> using humorous humorous things, in of opinion. Mm-hmm. But um, I actually couldn't sleep for those couple uh, for half a year. I, my, mom, my mom said I used to scream in my sleep Yeah, that used to happen uh-huh. Yeah, I was, I was I was just a really weird kid There was a lot of things happening right there And because I couldn't Everything was bottled in I think probably in my sleep I probably said things mm-hmm. so I used to talk in my sleep Scream in my sleep Would wake up She said When I wake up in the morning She would say Yo, um, why did you wake me up this morning? So said, like What are you talking about? She mm-hmm. was like Oh, I called her name So was like Huh? I don't remember anything about that, about that yeah. And my little brother would cuss at me because I, it would wake him up too. So, like, I used to call my mom in my sleep and I used to cry in my sleep. And I remember we used to wake up with all these, like, like, scratches on my body because, like, I don't know, I guess I'd be fighting myself in my sleep. It was not a lot of psychological thing, but I, that part of my life was a really, really dark part. Yeah. Um, I wasn't, I was going to church, but I was not strongly in, like, I wasn't believing anything. Because mm-hmm. at that point in time, I didn't think I was being tortured. I think I was just being um, Punished For whatever I don't know why But it like, doesn't seem to go right mm-hmm. I would gain friends And then lose them cause, like, As quick as possible Yeah as quick as possible And then I actually Tried to buy friends Where I was like Like I would use money I have and buy them Ice cream and lunches And stuff like that You know just to make them happy And like I wouldn't eat anything mm-hmm. But then When push comes to shove And things will say about me They wouldn't back me up Like they would just laugh and then they would, how are you gonna laugh and then tell me not to worry about it? Yeah like, yeah, like, don't like you don't tell them, like, okay, yo, this is not it, um, don't say this, but like, like, yeah, you're, not saying that, your like you're trying to still be in the circle, mm-hmm. but you're still trying to have my like, you're still trying to have me around, I'm not making me feel the same way. And it, you can't do the two of them at the same time, you gotta have some kind of moral. Mm-hmm. So, like, I distance myself from everybody. Um, so I had the black journal, as I was saying, I was writing my black journal, and one. Night, I fell asleep on the couch writing in my black journal. And I woke up in the middle of the night and I think I left it on the couch. So I went to bed because it was just like I was really tired and I was really disoriented. And mm-hmm. so I went to bed, n- not realizing I left it on the couch. The next morning, I woke up and mom was in the couch crying. Awesome. Like, I, that was a, just a traumatic time. I still remember it in my head. Mm-hmm. I walked outside, my mom was just crying. I've never seen my mom cry before. She's just bawling, she's been going to the journal, she's like, What is this? I'm just like, I was last for words. I couldn't say anything. And I remember having... uh, Going outside and having this prayer session and she burned the book and... She burned the book? Yeah, she burned the book and we had this like, you know, you know, letting go of your worries, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And funny enough, this is not even a story I tell people. But anyways, um, that happened. So, I mean,
0: how do you feel about that? Like, I mean... I didn't have
1: an outlet anymore. That was my only outlet at the point in time. I didn't have an outlet anymore. So I was kind of just like in the middle of, like, two worlds in my head, mm-hmm. like, just deal, just existing. And my friends would try to try get me out of the house, and, you know, i try and drive myself, but, like, I would still be in my head. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something I developed overthinking. And I needed outlets. I was still going to graph, um, a bit, Graphic Design School, and I did encounter some really great friends, because they were as weird as me. Mm. Not to the, not to my point, not to my level, but it was just like a creative space. Yeah, this is my mm-hmm. first time really interacting with creatives. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm not that different after all. No, you're not. problem So not. at that <laughs> point, my my cutting did die down, mm-hmm. but because of the whole situation with the lunchroom and so. on But after they graduated, everything was cool. Like I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so things started to go up for me, and graphic design was my let go. But then I felt so empty because graphic design. What we were doing was flyers, posters, business cards, logos. Mm-hmm. And I really wasn't into those kind of things. Like I wanted, I was into photo manipulation. Okay. Uh-huh. So I used to do my own thing. I transformed myself into things I wish I was. Um, so I used to do that all the time. I used to, and I, I used to become a little, not really popular, but a lot of people knew me for that. They were like, oh, she's so creative, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But most people thought it was just weird.
0: Like the stuff um, you were doing at the time?
1: Yeah, there was stuff I was doing at the time. Because mm. I was just, like, creating myself... Like, I believe that the tiger is my spirit animal. So one time, I, like, I photoshopped tiger spots on me. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, this is feminine. This is this and that. I'm just like, okay. Like, and I went, like, around social media and blah, blah, blah. Like, I was just finding myself. And I was, like, transforming myself into the things I wish I was. A stronger me, a stronger person, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And after that, no, um, I... I was trying to find myself. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I invested in a camera. And I started taking pictures of, like, landscape.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That was indeed for me. Like, okay, cool, landscape. Yippee. <laughs> I used to post this on Facebook. I think I was a shit. Uh, <laughs> Yo, you na- know,
0: you said I used to funny because, like, when I started, I used to do a lot of, um, like, family stuff. Yeah. Like, the first camera I got was from a boss uh-huh. at the time. And he gave me, like, an old camera. He had you seen him, yeah. right? And I took it up. He gave me one kit lens, uh-huh. and it, had, it didn't even have a shade or anything. It's yeah. just like this cheap camera. It wasn't cheap, but it was old. Yeah. And I would take pictures of my family. That was really about. it. And then when I found landscape photography, is mm-hmm. when I actually found like like purpose. Your niche, yeah, yeah. It wasn't really well. It wasn't a niche yet. Yeah, it was you know, just like that was like, something you like to do. Yeah, because then I could get away from people. Yeah, you know, like you could go in this this atmosphere and like. I just feel like I was communing with God. Like it yeah. was the most like the most spiritual experiences I've ever had. Uh-huh. uh well, two different experiences. Uh taking pictures in nature, they're uh-huh. completely surrounded. And like probably talking to my girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. maybe 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 that yeah, maybe. Let's let's just put her in there. She hates and she feels it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's funny that you said that. But continue, continue. Yeah, continue. Um, so
1: landscapes wasn't doing it for Landscape you. wasn't doing it for me. Mm-hmm. And my first camera was even a DSLR. It was like a power shot.
0: That's cool. You know, had a Nikon cool pics.
1: Yeah, cool pics, yeah.
0: And I switched the Canon. And
1: I had a tripod. I bought a tripod. Mm-hmm. And I set it up and I decided started taking pictures of myself. And I remember having moments when I would just start crying. I when was, you
0: took the picture? Mm-hmm,
1: or? When, I, when, I, when I was taking the pictures. Because, like, my thing is, I wanted to capture how I was feeling at a point in time. So if I was feeling pain, I wanted to feel like, I wanted to capture that. So the that photography that,
0: became your journal then?
1: Yeah. It became Jesus. my photo journal. So uh, like, I would look back at the picture and realize, I remember everything that happened and why I took that picture, but like, I would never express it. And I remember sharing my friends and they were like, yo, you should post this, you should post this. And I'm just like, yo, I'm scared of my shit because like, last time I posted on social media, like that went, went to total, like, oh." So I made an Instagram account, which is, one of the like, scariest moments of my life. And I didn't have followers either. So me getting me getting to nine likes and ten likes was like a major success for me at that point in time. Still is for me. It is. Like
0: once <laughs> like, you <laughs> like, like see
1: that digit turn to double digits and you can't see who liking it anymore, it's, all these things is number. I was like, oh my God, like I've arrived. But at that point in time, I was doing it mostly for me. And I posted pictures of like, I had paint and I would like paint, paint myself and... All that stuff. And I think it just grew from there. And uh, first of all, like, that got so much backlash. Because, like, first of all, this sweet title boy, Mm -hmm. again, back at it again. And he's here painting himself and taking pictures. And he's being soft in pictures, emotional pictures. Like, automatically, like, you know what it is. Like, it, it, it is what it is. So I got a lot, a lot of backlash about the people talking about me so, so much. But I didn't really deter let that determine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just let that you know drive me to do some more because I really did it for me, as I said.
0: So the thing is, you're not you're not being, and this is this is interesting, dude. I don't know anything about yeah. you. Like, I just know you just just got me mind blown. But, um, so you being different in your photography mm-hmm. is not because you're trying to be different no. in your photography. It's because your photography has to do with the way you feel. It's, yeah. it's generally an expression of this is almost like my, my black journal, yeah. my new black journal. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really not trying to be cool or trying to no. uh, to obey. You've reached a different sphere, man.
1: Yeah, because the thing is, I um, just said, my self portraits are my photo journals. Mm-hmm. So that kind of just like took a life of its own. And before I even started shooting people, like I, that was my thing. Like that was what I was doing for myself. And I like I would get inspired by so many things. I would constantly go back into my past, and I know it might be triggering sometimes, and I might have breakdowns. But there's sometimes when I do have breakdowns when I'm taking my pictures, mm. and these are things I just don't share because like <laughs> I don't know how to share it. Mm. It's only in recent. Only recently I've started to put myself out into the public. eye as a more soulful and telling people like yo I. I feel this. I went through this too. Mm. But back then, like I would just like have a caption. My caption would be like one word, two words. Mm-hmm. Like that would be it. But I wouldn't know what I was going through at a point in time. Because if I put that on social media, then I didn't know how that was gonna be accepted. Yeah. So um It's like balance the balance, the Yeah. The thing is because you see, and I talk
0: about this all the time. This is anybody who listens to this show, like they, they would know that like I said, this all the time. Vulnerability is what we connect to know. Mm-hmm. Like being vulnerable is, is difficult. Um, but we all could identify with vulnerability. Like, you know, we can't identify in our age anymore. Like mystery has lost its appeal to, yeah. a, to a big degree. So like when Will Smith said it best the other day, he said, I grew up in an age where movie star, nobody knew anything about Uh movie star. Like anything you heard about them, it just went viral immediately. Like every tabloid had to say it because movie stars, they live secretive lives. So people even like Michael Jackson uh, or anybody who had anything that just slipped through the cracks, Mm -hmm. was just like, oh my God, you hear what Michael Jackson? Oh my God, you know? But now it's like we have come to grips with that's what we want. We want all movie stars to be real people right. we don't identify with somebody who feels unrealistic in fact we almost bash them as fake yeah bash them as they like, hey look kim kardashian yeah we could identify with her she's a, you know she could be a thought. she could be she's not a mother she could be a wife yeah. she's with kanye west oh my god look at the struggle look at the struggle so it's like we connect with that mm-hmm. so even though what you're saying it, it just brings so much more enlightenment to what you are doing because your photography like on its own it's like this is very different right yeah this is not it's not normal like this isn't this isn't normal this person is doing something that is unique in in especially in Uh in respect of being it being at so he's like no knowing the backstory is like hey look this is i could look at your work no one's like oh crap yo this is coming from a this coming from a different place here this isn't
1: I tell people, like, if you look, like, it's so much deeper than the, the surface. Because I, pu- I actually put a lot of work into certain, things, certain elements that I put into my photography. So you might see, like, a bird flying in the back. Yeah, like
0: doves or you something. You might
1: see a snake on the ground. Mm-hmm. You might see, like, it's, it's so many things. But what do these things mean to you? I mean, even, even it, if you're it, touching this it, on this snake, because right now, you, you, there's a snake in it. Yeah. you're snake in it. So what what's, what's, does this snake... A snake represents rebirth. And it can also represent... It's, it's different. It's, it, it, I, I use it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people associate with sin and temptation. And I've had moments when I've used it like that. But in other times, I've have, I've had moments when I use it as rebirth. Because mm-hmm. um, snakes shed their skin. You yeah, to And sometimes, like, it's not all snakes are really toxic and lethal. Like, snakes really be doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Just living.
2: Yeah.
0: It's when you trouble them. I it's again, when you trouble them that
1: like they, something happens, and like um, ladybugs. Ladybug represents like hope and positivity and light, and it is it is like something really really beautiful. So like I probably will put ladybugs into like baby pictures because innocence mm-hmm. and butterflies, innocence and you know just that type of vibe. I just it is like a total vibe for me. Cause sometimes I'll be going to shoots and not knowing what I'm going to do. I hate over planning shoots. That's something I hate doing. Mm-hmm. I know what I want to do. I know the the direction I want to go in, but I don't say, "Okay, cool, we're going to do XYZ XYZ, XYZ, XYZ Now, I say, "Yo, bring X, Y, Z, bring a bring a sheet, bring bring glitter, bring whatever, and we're gonna go from there."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes the location comes to me the day before. Like I, I really don't allow myself to get too over-analytical with my piece, because when I did I drive myself crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have gotten to a place in my life where I believe in going at my own pace. And social media can be so much pressures, yeah. especially when you have a certain following. When that Afropunk thing happened, like, I kid you not, I was freaking the fuck out. You'd even understand, like, I... I sat down and it was just happening. I just had my phone in my hand. I remember mm-hmm. shaking. I just remember shaking and I remember crying. I remember shaking. and I remember, I remember messaging my friend like, yo, you know, what's happening? Right? What's happening? Because it was like never any It went up for like two, three days. <laughs> my phone is blowing up. People posting me, reposting me. Verify the comments, posting me, asking who, I, who, who is this boy, who is this kid. And I'm just here like, okay, cool. Like, okay. Like ultimate What, validation what is, 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 like... is going to be my next piece? Because like, <laughs> I don't want to put on something that, that's you know, less than... yeah. But then I remember talking to Tavi, um, past a Queen. Yeah, Ian
0: Tavi.
1: Yeah, um, that's my girl. I, I love her so much. And she reminded me that, yo, it's not about people. It's about me. I have to remember. Don't lose I have it. to put myself back where I was. And I've just come into a place in my life where I just back off sometimes mm-hmm. and don't post nothing. Because I don't want nothing to be forced. And when something is forced, you can tell that it's forced. First. So if I don't have something to post, I don't have something to post. And I mean, like, Instagram has become such a business type of um, social media that you got to post every day to be relevant. The algorithm is so set up in a type of way that yeah. if you don't post certain things on a regular, you don't be seen. Mm-hmm. And given all that into thoughts, I mean, I still need time to figure out my thoughts. Yeah. You can't be on the train. I can
0: it's, it's, it's different because I mean, for you, it's coming from that spirituality, and it yeah. It, and I mean, I do truth to people
1: all the time, I do client truths all the time, but I just don't post them because, mm-hmm. like, some I I always tell people I don't post things I'm not fully creatively um, pushed in. Mm-hmm. Some people come for the most basic ideas, and I kind of turn away certain people from doing that because I, I believe that there's a lot of people in Antigua who's very creative, mm-hmm. and everybody deserves a little piece of shine. Mm-hmm. And not because I have a name for myself means you got to come to me. Like my friend over here, he's doing the same work that I am doing. Mm-hmm. He might be doing it on a different scale, a different um, a different me. direction. Mm-hmm. But he can do what you're asking for. Like you're asking me to limit myself and not push myself fully because you just want a picture on the beach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything for me. True. Like, we can take pictures on the beach, yeah, but what we, how are we going to take it? Yeah. Like, are we going to get creative? Or are, like, you're telling me, you Is know it gonna what it going to be run yeah, of the mill? Yeah, you tell me you don't want, you tell me you want X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. You just want something simple, plain. Okay, cool, fine. Like, my it's friend over here, you know, he does great work, clean work. You should go to him and people take offense when I do that, but it's that's not what I'm doing. Like, I just refuse to be put back in the boxes. I fought so hard. To get out to of. To get out of. Mm. Like, people do not even understand. When I post images online, There's a half an hour of me freaking out and not wanting to pose at first there's nothing in my stomach I can't eat I, like my hands go cold like up to this point up to this point like yes like my hands go cold but I just I lost my, I lose my whole appetite can't eat and I'm just here like okay cool like I mean I have everything prepped so I'm ready to pose mm-hmm. but like I'm just afraid of like, cause you put yourself you put so much of yourself out there. Yeah, you do. You're afraid of losing yourself. You do, and that's one of my really greatest fears, cause like I've worked so hard on finding myself and going through so much. You know, yeah, going through so much that now I'm actually sharing it with people is like, am I losing the thing that I was, you know, different about? Like, it's, it was really hard for me, yeah, and because it was it's
0: easy. It's like if you are, if you are used to sharing from an innermost point but the the very act of sharing means that you're going to get some form of feedback. Does that change the way you feel from your innermost point? Because Mm -hmm. there's one thing that could happen to artists and, and and, and I don't know if it's a social media effect or just a popularity effect where you, you start off producing something that came directly from your brain, no input, a a very little input from the outside world. But then from the time the outside world starts to accept you, it's like, Okay, I feel accepted. Does that no change how I feel? Mm-hmm. Because if you feel accepted,
1: you no longer feel the exclusion. You're no not long, longer outlier. And that's, a dang, that's a very, very dangerous too because one of the things I really don't want to ever happen to me, and when I see it happens, I pull away, It's social media getting to my head. Mm. I really fight hard against that. And it's really, really hard for social media to get to your head when all these comments and likes coming in. Exactly. And these reshares and people telling you all this stuff, you feel like you can put out mediocre work. Yeah, because and they're gonna like, like, you like talk, it. You feel you can talk to people. You feel like if you put out X Y Z, they have to like it. They are gonna like it. And I don't really want to. This is why my Instagram notifications are off. All my notifications on my phone are off. If I don't go into the app, I won't see anything. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to be, you know, drawn into that space where like if I don't get certain amount of likes, I'm gonna delete the picture. If I don't mm-hmm. get certain amount of comments, I I gonna delete it. I don't. I feel less than. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen sometimes because a lot of people don't, would not understand certain images. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. That's okay because it's going to be that one... The thing is, I want to reach that one person that I can actually help. Yeah. Because I believe that things I go through and I have had people come to me and tell me, yo, you putting out XYZ has helped me so much and I'm so happy and being a black person and, you know, embracing the color of their skin and that's something really important. That's something really um, adamant about also. Accepting um, the color of their skin, Accepting your flaws and putting those out on social media. Like, that really helps me. And those kind of things were on my heart. And I I, I I break down when those things happen. And I mean, we live in a society where, even as a man, mm-hmm. masculinity has become something so fragile. Apparently, you can't do certain things without you coming off as gay. Yeah. And I'm just here like, who? where's the borderline? Who invents this borderline to say, yo, you can't do X, Y, Z it's because of... So... And I'm very, very picky when I pick in male models too, because I feel like they have to represent me. And I kind of look for myself in male models also. And I'm not afraid to say that because I know the type of emotions and feelings I put in a photo Mm -hmm. I ain't want nobody body come and set with no thuggy, thuggy attitude. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want no hand class pose, mm-hmm. co-pose. I don't want that. I want you to feel something. We're going to feel something. we going to connect with the audience. And you got
0: to be comfortable with that.
1: you got to be comfortable comfortable with it because that's, that's the thing. Comfort- people people underestimate that part. you got to be comfortable. And I kind of made that really, really um, known when I'm with clients and so on because I make a lot of jokes. And mm-hmm. uh, If I'm doing a personal project, I kind of... Take a week or two weeks To get to know the person mm-hmm. And I might actually Ask them for a drink Or you know some Something really really cool So that you could
0: connect Connect with them, them,
1: them And find out who they are I don't want to force something Like I need to make sure You can be able to pull it out Before I carry you on set mm-hmm. And you know We have too much problems Because that not make no sense Because I've had issues With that before Counterproductive And I have to scrap The whole entire shoe I just give it to them And don't post anything Because I need to make sure That the quality of work I'm putting out is equal to what I normally put out. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very, I'm very, I, I'm, I'm very, very particular in my work. And that's just why I don't believe in people saying, people with this whole competitive vibe. Mm-hmm. Like if two people can't be, can't be this in the same country in the same thing. Mm-hmm. My thing is, right, I ain't competing with a soul. Like I'm competing with myself. Like I look back, I look back on my old work and I recreate them. hmm only people who have been following me for a good while or probably school on my feed would understand, like, yo, he didn't do this already, right but this one looks cooler. Mm. This one looks different. This one looks more, more there's more growth in this. Mm. And that's something for me that makes me feel good because mm. I believe in growth. Because you're
0: not static. You're, yeah, I don't want to be stagnant.
1: It's easy to be.
0: Dude, <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, how do you do the balance? Because I think, I think for me, me and you are different. Very different in 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 the way we approach the creative process, and I'm happy right. to hear this because, you know, one thing about this show that I love is that it, it forces me to kind of like, don't care about what you think. Let's hear what this person has to say. Right. How do you approach the the commercial part? Because I mean, you are an artist. How mm-hmm. do you how do you keep? I mean, I don't want to say the business going. I'm not so sure if if you're doing it for the business, but how do you keep the business going? Like, how do you transpose this what that chavi not that chavi but what chavvy the kid is because yeah. I'm guessing that's the vulnerable side of you that chavi yeah yeah um, how do you transpose that side into the commercial
1: aspect of your work like the clients the how do you do that how do you um, you know you have clients that would come to you and tell you they want something and you kind of second guess it because it's something that you're just not normally doing but i say it's kind of basic kind of just like a I'm running the middle of the thing, like foot on the beach, blah blah blah. Mm. At that point, in time you might need money, to you take the, you take the job. Uh-huh. But then some people that come to me and they're like, they want to do a shoot that represents them. So I would ask like certain questions, like you need to tell me like what exactly you want to push to do. Like you, what do you what do you go through? What do you want to feel in these Im- these images? So a little sharp biography little rundown would tell me like okay cool like all right so do you have a direction you want to go in mm-hmm. and i have a thing we're playing with colors i mm-hmm. believe that colors and moods and emotions go together mm-hmm. so i would ask for certain colors i would ask for certain um elements and then from all that then the location would come to mind mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't believe i believe that you can do this most simplest shoe but it come up so impactful just by how the person is posing mm-hmm. so a lot of people see my things and be like yo I want to do this, but I'm just like, you don't have to do this for it to come off like this. True. This is just my perspective. But your yeah, perspective can be something different. And I hate to do two things twice. So I w- if we're doing something, like, we're going to do it completely different. Um, when it comes to the whole emotional aspect of it, like, I actually ask them to feel and say, like, you got to feel something. And I would probably give a scenario or t- ask them to give a scenario, and mm. they might get a little, I can see they get a little, and see about it cuz they they trying to protect themselves but at, yes. mm-hmm. at the same time like we need to pull up this image so once they pull it off well then in my post processing phase mm-hmm. like i take a day and not do anything i don't edit the picture I don't look at them i go back the next day with a fresh mind and i put them in lightroom and i go through them mm-hmm. and then i send it back to them or if I'm, if I'm picking the images, then I pick them from there. But if I, if they've got to pick, i send it back to them. Mm-hmm. See what they pick, and then send it back to me. And then I vibe off of that. It's really easy for me to vibe off images because I can see. I kind of create things that I see in my head, kind of mm-hmm. fictional worlds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if the world was a perfect place, how, this is how it would look. Be, uh-huh. And I go from there. So I kind of go for things that are really unrealistically re- realistic. Unrealistically realistic. Yeah. Um... Like it's fun, it's um, funny because I did an image recently um, and I got a long message from this girl. And she was like, Oh, um, based on geog- geography, the sun is not supposed to be in this position, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Because I had Photoshop the sun and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, You just lost the whole essence of the image. <laughs> <laughs> so in the indie critique, she's lost what you're trying to she say. She has lost the whole essence of the image. She's got. Into the rules of photography, quote unquote, that I totally hate. Mm. I don't believe. Like I believe, like in studio, in the studio world, I understand. Mm. But in natural light world, like there's so many things you can do, so many things you can play with. I understand there's rules and regulations of photography. Mm. I don't want no part of that. Yeah, well, no, no. I don't want no part of it. I used it, to be in the part of, of a photography group on Facebook. I took, I came out of it completely because like I felt like. They were looking too much at the technical. The technical part of it. And nobody was appreciating the image. Yeah. Or the ad it was, Or all, all the ad. It was always next time do this. Next time do this. Oh, I would do this differently. Okay, cool. But what was the person trying to do? You didn't even allow, allow them to explain themselves. And I understand, I understand how the, all that works and so on. But for me personally, like I try not to go into that realm because then you're going to drive drive me crazy. Mm. Because the box, too. The, the box is.
0: We are different in that case, we're completely different because I am. I am like, I would plan a shoot, like, I'm gonna plan a shoot down to, like, okay, um, I want to know what poses I could use to this person. Uh I go to Pinterest and whatever, and it's like, okay, I, I like that, like, that thing, these are my options here. And I'm going out and I'm like super, super duper prepared. Like yeah. before I go, i have a light mechanic. I'll have, I already have a light schematic set yeah. and all of that. But I work in that realm good because once, I, I'm, once I'm planned, I could freestyle right. from the plan. Yeah. Like I could be like this, I could fine tune this. Okay, yeah. no, I have because it gives me a standing point. I like what you do because it's so, it's more organic. It's like, I am going to say, I'm not going to try to dictate how this mood is going to go. Right. I'm going to see how this feels and I'm going to make the change. I'm going to make the, I'm going to go ahead. If this person feels mad today. Yeah. And I plan for a happy shoot. The, the, the emotion. It it, it has, it has to switch. But the the thing is you're so in tune with the emotional part of it. It's like the technical has to just follow after that. Yeah. Whereas some of us are more like the technical comes before and then the mood has to follow after that. It's just, I guess, it's a different way of doing it. I'm not mm-hmm. saying anything is better or worse, but it's just interesting to to meet somebody like you who does that.
1: Right, 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 right.
0: But then, is it is it that it does it translate like for you collaborating with people? I know you do a lot of self portraits, yeah. And I guess that's that's your journalistic, that's yeah. your journal. But when it comes to other people, are you are you ever uh, gratified with what with that cooperation with that? Collaborative thing? Do, do you? Does it? Does it bring you like peace,
1: or does it make you feel like okay, they did what they needed to do to make this work for me? Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. And the thing is, is because I, I kind of I have this thing where I go on people's profiles mm-hmm. and I go through all the images, and I can basically feel their personality off of it, mm-hmm. and I can feel if it's fake or real, and I feel like it's a gift, but um, I can just basically feel. What I, need to, what I want to use them for. And uh, I go from there. So, like, my recent recent project was my nude book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My online nude book that I recently released public, um, publicly yesterday. And I thought finding people would be hard, but it was actually easier than I thought. To find um, people
0: to pose nude? Yes. It was actually, Antigua?
1: It, it was actually easier than I thought. Um, of course, I got a lot of noise. Mm-hmm. I understand. Um, a lot of people have girlfriends and boyfriends and, you know.
0: Hang ups, that way.
1: Yeah. Then other people have work related issues, I understand all that. But then, even with the females and the guys, especially, like, I thought it would have been, uh, ah, me can't do this, you Yeah. Uh-huh. But no, I, I like, it was a uh, cool way. Right? It was like, okay, cool, when? But, really? Which I found very very strange. I and find strange too. I expected I expected it to be so awkward and set, uh-huh. and yeah, some them will come and and be like, okay, so so I really have to get naked. I was like, can yeah. okay, we? On-? I'm just like, yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Give me a minute. Shake it out. Boom, naked on beach. I'm just like, okay,
0: <laughs> dude, you give me like
1: I'm really? Just like, oh, okay, cool.
0: It was like it's, it's so. Man, I got so much questions. So, this the nude book that you have, it's uh-huh. already
1: out. You could, you could order yeah, it. Yeah. Um, actually, actually um, when I get back home, I'm putting on the online version for free. It was, it was for sale for a limited time. Mm-hmm. But I really want get to get it out. I want to get it out some more. Mm-hmm. And I want to work on part two. And okay. what, what I'll do, it's not printed yet. Mm-hmm. But what I'll do, I'll mix part one and part two together. And that will be the book. That will be the actual collaborate. Yeah. Okay, but for the be online be version, work. right now, there's about eight images on my Instagram profile, which went... I would say viral. Mm-hmm. Okay, went around a lot. Because it's, it's uh, different, and, right? Yeah, it's different. And, and the rest are in the book, which is, I think is like a, what, 36 pages. 36 pages? 36 pages, yeah. I think it's about that. And there's like different themes. Each has a chapter mm-hmm. with a little short description of the chapter and then yeah, you go into the images and they basically give a different feel and mood of the book.
0: Now, the question is, do you think, I mean, we're wrapping known, but do you think that um, that Chavi? And Chavy Kid is. Uh-huh. Going, do you think is it possible in the future that they could be molded together into one individual?
1: Yeah, I think so. Could they from the same person per se? Um, I just needed the separation for social media purposes because before I was posting selfies with my friends and you know food I eat on so my darkish darkish profile, but then when it took a life of its own and it became more of a Emotional and conceptual aspects. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to have all that in between. You know? Mm-hmm. I wanted the fo- yeah, focus to be on this. So I had to make another profile, which took a life of its own, which I did not expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have that other profile to have more of my, you know, the life behind Dr. Chabri. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually a human being. Yes, true, yes,
0: true. he's not just a <laughs> yeah. brand.
1: Cause I've seen some, I've seen some shit online. Like, oh, is he a god? He's a god. yes. When he, when the Afro Punk feature happened, and I had a, I, I had Whitey at the time,
2: uh-huh.
1: and it was going around. Like, oh my god, is, is this person real? Is this um, is this a digital image? A di- um, is some, did um, some somebody draw this person? Uh-huh. I'm like, this person can't be real. Blah blah. blah. Uh-huh. Then they followed my other profile. And They were like, oh my god, he is real. That it it's, it's kind of was really really funny. Mm. And I was just freaking out in the background, of course. Um, but I do think that... I think they're ready. I personally say they're ready mm-hmm. I don't think it would get to the point where it becomes one per se. Mm-hmm. But I believe that they can you know, coexist with each other. Yeah, there's a
0: spillover. Yeah. The reason I ask is because even for me, like... Um, like when I was younger, I think I had a lot of compartmentalized vibe. Like I know for sure I had like different personalities. Yeah. Um I don't think they had names. Yeah. I just knew that I would be different depending on where I was. Right. So, you know, there was the emotional one, there was the lonely guy, there was the um, you know, the life of the party guy, there was this mm-hmm. there's a lot of different Stevens, right? But as I grew older, like certain parts of me just started meshing yeah. into one person. So like if you see me on set. I'm very similar to who I am when I'm alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very similar to when I'm vulnerable. Right. It, it just, be, it just becomes one. Even this show is like an essence of that. Like, it's like, I am, a, I was completely scared to be vulnerable. I, I think it affected a lot of my relationships in the past. Yeah. Like I was just afraid to like admit certain things or to like be seem weak or to be sad. Mm hmm. Um, and it affected me in a bad way Like a really bad way Because yeah. when you're so emotionally distant Like nobody Nobody could get into your, your
1: world really Actually I, I actually still struggle with The, um, the whole vulnerability thing it's, it's actually one of my biggest fears Being vulnerable um, People think that I'm, Because I'm vulnerable in my work and so on mm-hmm. Like I'm naturally this vulnerable person I'm really not I'm quickly I'm quick to put up a wall mm-hmm. And I'm very much afraid of Breaking it down And then being broken though.
0: Oh, true. Yeah.
1: So that's one of my greatest fears. Um, I could I could say. It, um, recently I only recently got into a relationship, and that was really hard for me in the first place. Mm. But it's it's still it's still an ongoing struggle because I still have moments when I just feel like I need to put it back up. Mm-hmm. But then they make me feel very comfortable, so I kind of like you know I'm just like okay cool like mm. maybe I'm good maybe I'm good
0: maybe this could work
1: yeah. But vulnerability for me is really really hard it's really so people that can do it just like this I, I applaud them but me personally like i very very funny i keep my personal life very 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 personal and mm-hmm. very very private because of that because mm-hmm. i believe that we live in a society where people want to know everything about you mm-hmm. especially when you're in the public eye of course of course they want to know who you're dating where you're going who you, where you eat all that story mm-hmm. and i mean like for me personally, yeah, coming coming from a place where I was very very much secluded, and by myself. It's kind of really hard for me to do that. Mm-hmm. So only now I'm able, I'm now I'm really working on being able to like you know share certain parts of myself, mm-hmm. and probably be more outgoing and all. Oh, like, I'm really like I'm really comfortable. With my fr- yeah, I'm really comfortable with my friends. Mm-hmm. But like my anxiety does go up when I'm around crowds.
0: Yeah, mine too. Mine
1: <laughs> like, too. I still I know, I don't, this I don't, there. Yeah, so I so like for instance, I have a thing where um, when I go to parties or like fets and stuff like that, I have tunnel vision. You have tunnel vision? I have tunnel vision. <laughs> and this is, I in my head, I'm just like, okay, cool, like we're going to the bar. And I keep my head straight to the until bar. we get to the bar. Then after we stand up for a while, I kind of like look around and be like, okay, cool, I see who I see. Because me walking into, but that tunnel vision only happens in Antigua, by the way. It don't happen, it not happen in other countries because other people don't know me. Yeah. You, but back home where I have all these expectations anonymity. of me. Walking into a place and having to heal so much people at one time, it kind of just like, you know, makes me feel like Uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. My anxiety just goes right up. So I have to have a tunnel vision. I go to the bar, we go to the bar. And I talk to my immediate friends around me who I came with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, after I'm comfortable for a while, I can yeah. look around and be like, okay, cool, let me go hail this person. Mm-hmm. Let me go see this person, blah, blah, blah. But other than that, like, I can't do it.
0: I think a lot of us do the same thing. I'm not sure if it's a creative thing mm-hmm. because um, even most of the people I've dated are creative people. Yeah. Um, but we tend to do something very similar. Mm-hmm. We go into a place with a lot of people and we, we kind of target, okay, I'm going to deal with this person or yeah. these two people. And then it's like after a while you calm down. You and like, okay, cool I didn't disappears. see you earlier. Like. and then you look at it and say, like, "Oh, hey, Jimmy, yeah. hey Samantha," and then you 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 go one one. You still kind of you kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. but it's, it's it's just at least and you're taking it in smaller. Some chunks. people take
1: offense to that and be like, Yo, "Oh, you didn't see me." I'm just like, nah, and I, I, I didn't see you. Is that like my own anxiety right now? It's like it, I had to it's, just hide. So I had to like you know let me just like let, get at custom exactly. first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come on to artists. Just, just don't feel any type of way. And I just have to keep on expressing that because people take things so personally. Yeah, they do, this.
0: they do. Like they if you do. don't tell
1: them hi, it's like, okay, automatically we have beef and they I'm do. just like, it's really not like that. It's not like that. Like, it's not like that. I'm just trying to protect myself, you know? Like it's true. before I go crazy. Yeah. Cause if I don't if I if I don't do that, then I'll go to the party and I'll be like Shh. my emotions, my my feelings will be shat for the entire party. My whole mood will be shot, like mm. I would be able to to do anything, mm-hmm. and I probably like translate that feeling to my friends. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, don't wanna be, I don't want to be—I don't want to be a bad vibe. Yeah. No, so no, I no, have no. to do that first mm-hmm. before I can do anything. But when I come to like Saint Kitts and I mean like is becoming a little mini Antigua, just a little bit, uh, no. just a little bit. Because like I've, I've I've come to Saint Kitts and people, and I'm like, oh my god, they, you're the guy of the internet. I've seen your face.
0: Yes, yes. Because we the, the yeah. scope is small enough. It's so small. It's small. Like
1: I went to a with My friend, um, Kaijana and. He was dealing with this girl um, behind the cash register. Mm-hmm. And this other... I, she just kept on watching me. But I'm just like, I have blonde hair. Like everybody, everybody watches of me. Of course, of course. You, you, just, you get a lot of attention. <laughs> yeah, everybody right? watches mm-hmm. me. So I didn't take it as, as anything. This other coworker came down and she told the girl that she needed her upstairs. Mm-hmm. And the girl was like, no, she want to stay here. So Kaijana made a joke and say, oh, um, because I'm here... She ain't want want to move Uh I just took it as a joke But then the other co-worker was like Oh I know your face So I'm just like Huh (laughs) She was like Oh yeah you're the guy You're the guy on the internet I've seen your face all around Then the other girl behind the counter Just says Oh yeah um, Yeah everybody knows him So I'm just like This is why she was watching me I would not (laughs) I would have never known this and they were like, they wanted a hug and I'm just like, oh gosh. Okay, Celebrity. i was like, okay, hug. C- I, can remember, I can remember that I see hugs, yeah? C- Hugging C- is C- kind of my thing. Celeb C- status. Hush. <laughs> so, right? But the thing is, it, it it is, and and you know, the was,
0: in order for you to experience, and, and I found this to be in my life, this yeah. is my own experience, not, I'm not trying to force it out. Yeah, way. yeah. Um, but, what I found for me is that the only thing that works for me to get into a deeper. Because I was the two year guy, like in a relationship, yeah. two years, yeah, it's that, like, uh, they say, working out. In order for me to beat that two years, man, I had to become, like, okay with being open yeah and, and 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 people just talk about like being vulnerable nobody wants to be vulnerable vulnerable mm-hmm. is scary it is because when, when you strip away all the things you do like when you get angry for something and you strip away and you get too you you just scared you don't want to deal with this for the entire bit of your life and I think even for my um my art it's the same thing like I've reached a point now where it's like I need, in me at, I need to be able to be vulnerable. Like, I need to be able to take a risk. I need need to be able to be comfortable failing at Uh doing something. Like, unless, if if you don't do that, what you'll end up doing is you'll do the same thing over and over and over and over again. Like, you have to find a space where you could, hey, I could be vulnerable. It might not be something that you have to share with the world, but it's something that you have to do. You have to experiment with different things. You have to try different things. And trying different things usually... Sorry to say it means failing. Something yeah, like more is. times than not. Like, I would try something new and like... Oh, Trial and error is the walk.
1: greatest thing that ever happened. Uh? It is. Trial and error is everything. The
0: lessons that you learn from the failure, to me, are more than the lessons that you learn from the, the, the successes. Yeah. The successes is like, this could have happened serendipitously. You know what I mean? Like, you could have gone to the right place and be at the right place in the right time. You get lucky, somebody see... You know, and you think that, oh, I did this. But it's... No, it's all these forces of nature. But when you fail, God, you could just like, okay, this didn't work because, okay, that didn't work, right. that didn't work, that didn't work. My own powers, that didn't work. I should have, bap, bap, bap.
1: Because even, even with me and photography, trial and error is everything. I, it's what my photography is built on. Like, I've never went to school for it. So I've been self-teaching myself for all these years. For all, well, this is will be my fifth year, come August. So for the past four years, I've been, you know, self-taught and it's about... Me just going behind the, the computer and trying things, failing things, being being upset because they feel, shut Shutting the computer, go to sleep, wake up next morning, refresh, try it again. Try again, and then it works. Probably works out. It probably doesn't. I scrap the whole thing. When it works out, I post it. Exactly. Like, that's just how it's supposed to be. But even with vulnerable, um, being vulnerability, um, it's 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 a funny it's a funny thing. It's all about growth, though. Mm-hmm. It's really all about growth and even with the story I just told you about my past, like, I, I'm only able to tell you this because I've come to the place where I'm just okay with it. Mm. But before, I couldn't tell anybody this. Like, I never, like, everybody asked me, I'll get into photography. I'm just like, I'm creative. Uh. Like, that's, that's it. But I never I always, I never really told anybody the backstory Yeah, yeah. of why I got into photography and how it happened. Because? And it's only because I'm able, because I've just grown so much in my life. I've become such a mature person that we're dealing with certain situations and stuff like that, that it's like, okay, cool, like, it's okay to say this now. It is. And, and I might be helping somebody. Exactly.
0: That's what I was just about to say. It's like, you don't know how much lives you touch by saying, hey, look, I found an avenue yeah. to get this, not really get it, but to express it. Because you had your journal and I, it's such a, what you said today just kind of just inspired me on so much levels because we always, start, we always thought like, use art. Used yeah. at, but like to see somebody like somebody you 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 used at to become a better person. You mm-hmm. used at to get that negativity and you know propel it out of your system right. or just vent it in a in a very creative way. Your story, I'm telling you, is like it's it's inspirational because a lot of people go through bullying. Bullying is a real thing. It is a right? real
1: thing, and I feel like we because the Caribbean has a, to be a thing that doesn't happen. And they're like, okay, cool. You're, you're getting bullied on social media. Log off. It really doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. No. You're getting bullied in, at school. Tell a teacher, and teachers will tell you the same thing. Or just kids being kids. Or just avoid the person. It really doesn't work like that. It doesn't. And this is a the, 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 your mental stability is a, such a powerful and fragile thing that it can easily be tipped tip over, mm. and that's it. You lose you, it. You lose it. Yeah. And that's what I I try, I try so hard to save. My and I—that this is this is this whole thing with me, protecting my energy and with the people I surround myself with—I'm really, really adamant about that, because I feel like when you put a rotten fruit next to a lot of healthier fruits, yeah, they get rotten. they get rotten, yeah. And I mean, I might not see it, I might not see it, but it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You ever had? You ever was really excited about something? You tell somebody, and they're just like okay. And, he and you feel like total shit afterwards. Yes. Like, where was it even like? Like, why did I even tell them? It's, like, it, it works yeah, just, it's just like that. Just so you got to be so, so careful. And if I don't protect my energy, like, it's going to translate into my art. And I'm going to go into a very, very dark place. Mm. And when I started my photography, I was in a very dark place. So my, like, if you look from my feed, go from the bottom, come up. It's like dark to light. Okay. And when I got that, literally, like, cause literally, literally dark. Like, it was just a lot of dark things that dark art that I used to be into. And then coming coming up, it was like there was I I dubbed twenty sixteen the year of the light. And when I did that, I kind of like trans- transcended myself into a different realm, where my photography is concerned. And I just try to f- do everything so positive, be positive about everything, mm-hmm. have a positive outlook because I've been in, in that place where it's like. It's really hard to see positive team when negative keeps course. on happening.
0: we talked about this before. Yes, it's yeah. difficult.
1: It's really, really hard. So I've been that person to be like, oh man, things are going right for me right now, but that's it. There's no, there's no outlook in it. Is it like, that's it. Try and world, puppy. then when you, then then you kind of look forward to negative things happening. And you, you say things like, oh, um. You know, every time I feel happy, something bad happens. I'm just waiting for it to happen. Mm. You know how dangerous that is. That is dangerous. You're attracting it. And I feel like I'm talking to myself right now because I'm still guilty of it. Mm. But it's very, very, very dangerous. And I just mean we just gotta remain focused in a very, very negative world. And society has built this this realm of can'ts and don'ts Mm -hmm. that we need to kind of get out of and do more of do's and just be yourself. It's so important to be yourself, and that's one of the things that I really want to portray when I do my art, and I, even when I live my life, like, being yourself is okay. Like, if I didn't, if I wasn't, if I listened to what people were saying that I shouldn't do, I probably would not be here right now. Mm. It's true. I, like, I really would not be here right now because a lot of things would never happen. But, like, it's because of me saying, like, yo, like, people are saying not to do this. Okay, cool, but what do I want to do? That I'm just like, you know what, let me just, I'm going to do what I want to do. I mean, like, it's difficult. It it's is. It's heart wrenching And the world putting, sometimes in, is against you. Like, you're putting your you work... You stop that now. Yes. You're putting your work out for um, interpretation of people's own... Mm-hmm. And their own Like, levels. you could post a whole caption and people look at the picture and take a whole different feel out of it, and they run with it. Anyway. This, <laughs> is, how, this is how memes happen. This it's is true. how all these viral things happen. And I mean, like, when you think about these things... It kind of makes you feel so ang- like anxious and it makes you feel like nervous about putting on anything. Mm-hmm. But you just gotta get to the place where it is like, you know what, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know what you're putting out. And I'm gonna try and it. And you're gonna just try it.
0: Indeed. Well, guys, we've been talking to Shavel Thomas, <laughs> aka that Xavi, aka Shavi the Kid. And today, well to to end off today, to end off our session, we are going to do three things. We're gonna say three things that we know for sure are incorrect. Now I don't come prepared for this section either just like spitball it so I don't know if you want to go first no you gotta go first okay <laughs> you, yeah, got- yeah. you see see they always couple when, out and, and, and they get a little tough okay so one thing that I know is incorrect um, I know that by the time by this time tomorrow Donald Trump will be out of office I know that for sure yeah that is incorrect that is incorrect, 100%. It shall be your turn.
1: Okay. Um, oh my gosh. What is harder than I thought? I told you, I warned him.
0: Guys, I warned him from the very start. I said, this is going to tickle a different part of your brain.
1: Um, the sky is purple. The sky is purple. Yeah. Like right now. Yeah. Like this bright purple.
0: I think you're creating photography on the easy scale in your mind right now. That's what I think you're doing. That's, I don't think I don't realize it. I realize it. Right. Second thing that I know is incorrect um, Christmas trees are going to go out of style this year.
2: Mm. Yeah,
0: I think that for sure. Nah, that's, that's, that's probably incorrect.
1: One thing that's incorrect. Um, People won't buy iPhones this year. Damn, correct right? um, <laughs> um,
0: Bananas are not good for you. Mm. You see what I did there? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: okay.
0: And your last one.
1: I'm going to start photography tomorrow. Nice. Oh, oh, there we God go.
2: Elias.
0: Guys, we've been talking again to that, um, Sir Chavel Thomas. His <laughs> name is Sir. He's knighted officially by the Queen. The he prince. went and did the sermon. The Prince. The Prince. Sorry, the Prince. The it's prince. not even a
1: real knight, even though there are no fool people. <laughs>
0: We've been talking to Shavelle Thomas And Chavel is a photographer He's a very good photographer He's also a very artistic photographer With a unique style Chaville, what the name of your company is what? Do you have a company name?
1: Yeah, Dot Kid Art
0: Dot kid at. Yeah. And you want to drop some handles for us So that people can find you? Oh it? yeah,
1: sure um, Photography based account Dot Kid Chaville, D-O-T-K-I-D-C-H-A-V-Y um, Personal account If you want to, you know, pre my business Pre. Um <laughs> the kids c-h-a-v-d-a-k-i-d you can follow in, My in kind journey. Of will join you. um and these are both instagram instagram yeah this is instagram um facebook doc and shabby if, if it's a doc and shabby find me um anything else right now is in the works he's in the works he's yeah. in the works so guys check him out check out his work very good
0: work very impressionable work very, very creative, I very comes from a very sir. good
2: place.
0: Alright, so guys, you've been listening to Objectively Incorrect. I'm Stephen Smith. You guys can check us out at Objectively Incorrect.com. You spell incorrect I-N-C-O-W-R-E-C-K-E-D. As we spell incorrect wrong, that's how we do it. And as wow. usual, <laughs> peace. No gang signs, guys. Boom shakalata,
2: Boom shakalata, Boom boom.